Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate your continued support. Back for some more NASCAR this week with Line Movers. Great weekend. Just great weekend last week at Road America for uh, Cup and Xfinity. Much better in Cup than Xfinity. Uh, plus nine units in Cup. Minus about one and three quarters unit in Xfinity for a net of plus 7.24 units. If you took the whole card over the weekend, we hit, I think, two of our three best plays in the week from the card that went out to the folks on guys on Discord and our, our subscribers and whatnot. Um, first play I saw on Monday that I just loved. Um, and Caesars is the place to look right now for some goofball lines. Uh, look at Caesars right now. They're rolling out top tens, rolling out more groups than they have been in the past. They're rolling out some more uh, exotic stuff. And we grabbed one of the first of those last week on a weird bet. They had a group bet with six drivers, mostly from the back of the field. Four guys who were absolutely trash. A Ford Road Racing Special Sim, Joey Hand, and Ty Dillon, Austin's younger brother. Um, basically, when the line opened, everybody was at my, plus 420, ha ha, uh, to win the group. Uh, Dylan Hand were the obvious favorites. We told everybody to go half unit Dylan at plus 420. And then on the pod, we told you to cover it with some Hand if you got worried about it. Dylan and Hand were neck and neck all day. Hand had qualified well and then fell through the field because his team isn't very good. Ty Dillon's in a decent car. He's a decent road racer. And he ends up winning that one and giving you plus 2.1 units uh, above all else. Uh, took some long shots last week. Top 10s uh, with Ty Dillon. Went with Bubba. Looked at that. Looked at Bubba Top Toyota. A lot of the smart guys, a lot of the quant guys who are a lot like me early week went with those. None of those really hit. Uh, we hit with Michael McDowell, top 10, a plus 190. That was the best line out of Caesars early week, and that came down pretty quickly. Took some other long shots last week, as we will do again this week, as everybody goes to Atlanta. And the new track repaving set up in Atlanta makes it more like Talladega and Daytona. It is going to be messy. There are going to be wrecks. There's going to be attrition. And there's going to be a chance of literally anyone on earth winning one through 36 or so. So last week are the long shots we missed on. Custer and Haley, top 10. McDowell, 5,000 to win. Keselowski, 10,000 to win. Missed on those. Uh, what we did right, we figured out our favorites. We knew everyone was going to be really fast and stay at the front all day. We weren't sure who was going to win, but we did give you Reddick. We gave you Reddick midweek at 2,500. That was the best line uh, before qualifying. You were down on that. You got a winner. But that's the sixth time we've had a winner this year. And the winners this year have been long shots. Understand the average opening best price of a car to win a NASCAR Cup race this year is still over 2000 And obviously, Reddick added to that with a 2500 Only once this year has a true favorite, true favorite, won a NASCAR Cup race. We've been nibbling around the edges and doing well with that. Um, we had Reddick to win, got him. We had LA top three for a full unit, plus 155, got him. Larson, top five, full unit, plus 125 at Barstool. Got him. Elliott later in the week, Bovada. Now, not all of you can play Bovada. Not all of us can or do, but they had the best value on the board. Elliott, assuming he doesn't get wrecked, is absolutely going to be top five. It was a plus 105, top five on Elliott, which basically equates to a line of plus 750. Way better than anybody was showing to win an Elliott. We played that one, too, and that got you a full unit. Uh, hit with Cindric in a top 10. Missed with Bell in a top 10. Obviously, Reddick won, so we hit with him in a top 10 as well. Missed our only match of the week. Did not like the matchups the way they set up last week. We took Bubba over Almarola. 
looked good most of the day till Bubba. Well, Bubba got taken out. Bubba's still unhappy with his pit crew. He's getting Chris Bell's pit crew this week. Maybe that'll improve things. What else worked for us? Ross Chastain, best restart in the business. Top five, late week, had a really good price at Barstool, had a half unit on that. That went pretty well. AJ Allmendinger, top 10 went great. We nibbled on a top five, didn't get that one there. So, big picture, um, a pretty good week. Essentially, a plus nine unit week on Cup, minus on uh, on Xfinity. The play we liked in Xfinity, we had three bets against Sam Smith, rookie driver in literally his first Xfinity race last week. He was in the best possible equipment. He was in that uh, all-star Joe Gibbs team car. And the problem was he was getting beaten by all three of the matchup picks throughout the race. But then late in the race, two of those guys wrecked. One actually wrecked into Smith, but Smith stayed in the race a few laps longer. That got rid of Miguel Paluto. That got rid of uh, Sheldon Creed. We still got a winner on the third one of those picks, which was the... uh, Austin Hill over Smith. Austin Hill with a really nice top five race. That was a winner. That was one that we really believed in. And what we do is when we see someone show up in the run in their first race in a series, super young, and this has worked almost every time in Xfinity and Trucks, someone who is totally fish out of water, even the best equipment, we bet against them. And that's generally worked well over the last few years, except for the time Tyler Gibbs got us at Daytona Road Course. And uh, anyway, but big picture, that was the play. And that was basically, that represented the entire loss in the Xfinity card. We we're actually 5-5 five and five on matchups, but our two huge matchups were two of those against Smith. One was a full unit, one was three-quarter unit. They both went south. Yuck. We won another stuff. Brandon Jones over Landon Castle. Absolutely. Castle's about to lose his sponsor. Basically bankrupt. That team may or may not be running fully sponsored over the next few weeks. Uh, we got Noah Gragson over Algar. Algar tanked in the final lap. Kind of bailed us out of that one at Road America. Um, and late in the week, we knew A.J. Allmendinger did what he always does. He had to start from the back. There's going to be a problem. Are there going to be pit penalties? Absolutely. Uh, so we had Gibbs over him in a matchup and Larson over him in a matchup. And uh, Gibbs ends up beating Larson to win the race, but both essentially sat in that top three all damn day and were really good. So we were down, we were down on two oversized bets I made. Again, I like the process, hate the results, but I'm going to take a, a plus 7.25 units for the weekend if you played everything. And there was not a lot of, uh, we didn't have to invest a lot to uh, get that seven, get that seven back. I mean, in terms of ROE, ROI, it was a really exciting number for the weekend on the cup side. So pretty, pretty proud of that. We go to Atlanta and here's what we've done early week on the discord. You guys have gotten, um, a bunch of top 10 picks and a bunch of long shot outright winners. And here's what we're doing. You know how these races work. These Talladega and Daytona's anybody can win. They produce the fluky winners and Atlanta's now joined that club. Atlanta's run exactly the same way. This is essentially a restricted plate track with pack racing and a lot of wrecks and it's going to be a mess. And most, there's not a good statistical basis for a lot of these guys to say they're good on a, on a track like this. What I mean is there's a few guys who have shown the ability to stay out of wrecks. Ty Dillon happens to be one of them, but obviously nowhere close to the win. But there's not a lot of guys who can say, you know, I finished my last 10 out of 10 plate races without wrecking or being wrecked. Al Roll is a good guy to fight attrition. But when you look at the top 10 or so drivers, there's no real big reason to bet on any of them betting them big. Being a favorite here is meaningless. Um, Blaney, Elliott, Chastain, Logano, Byron, and Hamlin are all in the 10 to 1200 area, most places. Next level, Bubba, Larson, Kyle Busch, Reddick, um, and then Suarez, eh, he's kind of in the next area. The basis next area is around 1400. Reddick's cheapest price is 1800. I would nib on him maybe a little there. Beyond that, 
Suarez, best price, 2500 as is Truex. Bell's out there. Kurt Busch is out there. Briscoe and Cindric right before the 3000 line, 2500 to 3000 Ditto for Bowman, ditto for Harvick. Then after that, you're getting to the value guys I kind of like. Because again, throw all these guys in a barrel. Other than being a little pro Ford compared to Chevy in this race, I don't have a great macro feeling about any of this. So here's what we're doing. We are buying to win, and we're buying a bunch of quarter unit and tenth of a unit stuff. Look in the Discord. We're nibbling on Busher. We're nibbling on Austin Dillon. We're nibbling on Almarola, Stenhouse, McDowell, Eric Jones. And those guys are all four, five, six thousand. Buy the best lines. Most of the best lines this week are Caesar and Barstool. FanDuel's not opened. They may give us a little something extra. So keep your eye on FanDuel if they're not open in your state yet. Uh, beyond that, the only other guy in this price here I like is Keselowski because he's absolutely got to win to make the playoffs. He is hopeless on points. But all these guys, what you know about this list of guys, Kez and Jones and McDowell, Stenhouse, Almarola, Austin Dillon, Busher, that's essentially seven dudes who have won a plate track or a pack racing track race in their career or multiple races um, at Daytona and Talladega. That's what these guys are the best at. So we're buying them. Quarter unit, tenth of a unit, all those guys. We see the payouts are 40, 50, 60, 40 to 1. That's the play there. That's fine. That's, that's, that's a good buy. Deep in the field, again, there's really not a lot of correlation between where you start and where you finish and how likely you are to get bit by the attrition bug or wreck or whatever. So a few guys out here that absolutely can win that are mispriced, and we will nibble on them. I mentioned Ty Dillon, 30,000, 301 at Caesar. Cole Custer, race winner of Kentucky a couple years ago, 200-1 at Caesar. Nibble on those to win. We also nibble on those on our top 10 list. Other guys we like, um, I don't have a lot of faith in Todd Gilland. You can probably lump him in there with Gilland. He's priced the same way, 300-1. Um, LaJoy, 250-1. He's been good at these plate tracks. He's also had a terrible season. Um, I would be really great if he won. Don't think it's going to happen, but put a tiny lotto ticket. Put a dollar on LaJoy. Put a dollar on Gragson, also 251, but he showed something. He's shown speed at the other plate tracks so far this year, Daytona and Talladega, where he has run. I like Gragson, especially being a top 10 at the end of one of these. So look for top 10s. Gragson's 950 for a top 10. Seriously? Dylan, 1200 for a top 10. Buy it. Custer, 750 for a top 10. Buy it. Um, the guys who are actually more expensive who actually will end up in the top 10. Um, Dylan at 190, Stenhouse at 190, McDowell at 230. Those are all Caesars prices. Ditto for Eric Jones, 190. I'm playing a raft of top 10s, uh, a bunch of these lot of ticket guys to win, and right now nothing else. No matchups, no top threes, no top fives, and nobody expensive. Um, the most expensive cars we're buying on are in the 4,000 area. I haven't bought any Briscoe yet, but he's 3,000 at bars, so that would be the only guy in the expensive tier, if you want to call that expensive. And Briscoe at 3000 is essentially the 15th car in the field. If that gives you an idea where the pricing is this week. The favorites at 1000 Briscoe's at 3000 He's car 14 or 15. He's a winner this year. I can see him being uh, important in this, perhaps. But everyone else we like is, is, is cheaper. Um, so we'll talk about that. Uh, if you like Ford, Ford's 225 If I saw it cheaper than that, I'd buy some. But not a lot of lines yet that way. Um, DraftKings has a million matchups up for this race. Like some like 115 matchups. I don't know what to do with one-on-ones, but I don't think there's a lot of value to them because there's so much attrition, so much dice roll randomness. Like driver versus driver in most cases is going to be meaningless here, period. Uh, Xfinity race, also in Atlanta. Smaller field, fewer guys who could win. Um, 
I need to go back and research more from the spring and see what everyone looked like at Atlanta earlier in the year. This is the, the second time through. Um, as you would expect, Gibbs, Almondinger, Gregson, all in the 6700 area. Reddick is there. He's running that 48 car, the old Jade Buford car, which is a Childress motor, Childress setup. He's at 700. I liked him last week. I'm not sure I like him this week at that price. Uh, beyond that, uh, Austin Hill, 800. Algeyer, 800 or 1,000. Barry, around 1,000. Mayer, 11, 1,200. He was wild last week. I thought he had some hope, but he did not. Um, Hemrick's been good at super speedways, 1,500. Ryan Truex in the all-star Xfinity car, uh, the 18, I believe it is. Uh, he's 1,500 and 1,800. I need to look and see what his performance has been on these plate tracks before or the plate track equivalent in Xfinity. There's nothing here that really excites me. I really don't like, I don't see any obvious value in these numbers anywhere. I really, really don't. Um, you know, if pack racing breaks out and the good cars don't separate themselves, I guess, I guess if you had to put a gun to my head, um, I would nibble and go lot of tickets on Sage Karam at 500 to 1. Uh, Jeb Burton, who's great at plate tracks, 101, but he's in crappy equipment this week, as mo as he is most weeks. Uh, Myatt Snyder, uh, 100 to 1. I would nibble there. Uh, Brandon Brown, let's go Brandon. He's at 100. Uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt, 75 to 1 on Caesar. I might nibble around the edges of those, but I'm not in love with any of these, and I don't love any Xfinity matchups. Finally, uh, trucks are back. And trucks are going to mid-Ohio. It's where IndyCar was this past weekend. A um, little road course, Central Ohio, North Columbus. I might even attend it in person. Uh, so I'm going to buy some t-shirts or something. I also have to go to Duke, Duke Thorson's house and get some t-shirts. Um, lines are only up from DK and Caesar right now from there. It's, uh, it's late Tuesday night as we cut this. Um, essentially it's John Hunter Nemechek 400 overpriced like he is every week. Zane Smith feels like, I don't know, a bargain. He feels fair at 450, 120 for third. Beyond that, Rhodes and Hosevar and Majeski at 800. Heim at 1200 and a thousand. Kligerman's out there. Kligerman's a guy who could trick you into a win mid-Ohio. Uh, on the road course, a guy I like, who I've loved early part of the season, Chandler Smith. Um, Kyle Busch, top Toyota team, 1,200 to win at DK, 300 for a top three. We will be in on one or both of those, absolutely. I would go ahead and nibble a little 1,200 now, uh, some, put some lot of tickets, some darts in on that. Beyond that, not a lot of um, obvious bargains. Uh, the intriguing one is Justin Marks. That's the owner of the Trackhouse team. He won at Mid-Ohio in an Xfinity car Six or seven years ago, he's twenty-five to one at Caesar. Uh, I'll put a lot of tick on Justin Marks at twenty-five, just so I'm paying attention to the race and see where he goes. The only other guy who's really a threat here deep, Casgrala. Equipment is shaky, but he's great at this track and he's great at road courses. Generally, he's hundred to one DK and Caesar. Uh, I need to look at weather forecast. Rain may be a possibility this weekend in Central Ohio. Uh, guys in the Discord, we'll get that to you. We'll mention that before we send out any real money picks. On the truck, so watch your rain. If we have rain, I'm I'm in love with Kaz Grala deep in the field. Early matchups, not many of them are out yet. Late in the week, they'll get them out. Especially the overseas ones will be good. Uh, right now, DK just has four of them out there, and two of them have Hosevar. No, thank you, no. Um, the one I do like, uh, I like Chandler Smith over Corey Heim. Essentially, it's an even minus one fifteen to minus one fifteen battle. Corey Smith, uh, pardon me, Chandler Smith over Corey Heim. I'll take that. That'll probably be in the card. And Zane Smith, I'm not sure how long, I think it's will tighten. Zane Smith minus 105 over John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, we'll see where they start or what happens with qualifying, but Zane Smith to me is equal John Hunter Nemechek. There shouldn't be a 20, 20 cent difference in this line. So Zane Smith minus 105 
over John Hunter Nemechek will definitely go on the card from DK for the trucks at Mid-Ohio. Trucks at Mid-Ohio are on Saturday afternoon. Atlanta with the Xfinity that evening and then late day, 5 o'clock into the night on Sunday for Cup from Atlanta. We had a good week. Let's try and do it again. Let's do some more NASCAR line movers. That's all for now. Until next time, be sure to check out our video podcast as well on our website. If you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.